Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to the Game Boys podcast. Uh, my name is Lux. I'm your host. And with me, as always, he's reinstated and back in the WWE Hall of Fame. It's Griffin Davis. Yeah, they took me out and um, it was uh, it was a technicality uh, and it, it took a, it took a Supreme Court ruling. But thankfully, we've got some new guys in there now. Uh, you have no idea what I'm think, referring to. Do you? Things, <laughs> things are starting to yeah shape themselves up. Uh, you, you didn't hear about this group? They, they took no, Hulk WWE Ho- news does not count as real news. They took they took Hulk Hogan out of the Hall of Fame because he said all that racist stuff. But now they're oh, letting him amazing. back in. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So well, I was improving kind of uh, slightly accurately. Yeah, no, you uh, were close. He didn't get a Supreme Court decision. You just got like old racists from the WWE. You were like, I think three years is enough. <laughs> oh, man. It's well, I mean, that's uh, that's uh, almost I mean, that's basically the same thing that we gave Mel Gibson, right? You know? No. Yeah. Like, that's like basically I mean, I'm sure in a year, Louis C.K. will be back too like it's just the, the, you're an old, <laughs> if you're an old white dude who does something awful you get three years and then you come back um yeah. well how's it going bud uh you're you're looking like you're at your house it, yeah <laughs> i look so comfortable right now it's amazing uh i'm doing great and i just want to say one thing uh the game boys never miss a week uh and i'm just i'm just proud i'm proud lux i'm proud that we're doing this yeah you it's know? wild for people who don't know what's going on i've been on the road for a while we recorded the last episode in dc this one recording while i'm in New York. Uh, we'll probably get at least another one while I'm on the road, but we're never going to miss a week because we're here for you. Yeah, and that's mainly due to our amazing sound engineer Haley. Yeah, uh, actually, but it's also, almost 100 percent due to yeah, sound engineer. But there's engineer like Haley. a there's like a hard like three to five percent that's us because you know we got to book these guests, guys. We got to do it every week, and you know this may seem easy, and it is, uh, but In fact, it's it hard probably, for us. Probably watching us do it makes it seem a lot harder than it actually is. <laughs> um, people are like, "Can't believe we got this podcast going." I'm like, "Yeah, neither can I," but not because it's hard but rather because it did we're bad at it um yeah. but, but this is episode we 20 we've done 20 week to week to week and we're gonna keep going till we die but it just it feels like a milestone it's not really but it, it feels like yeah, it i think is. this is episode 20 it might be 21 who remembers i don't know either way 20 is a cool milestone but so is 21 because now we can drink um griff man what have you been gaming on my dude um i'm finishing up hollow Knight. i'm at the point in the game where it's like i'm sad because i know i'm near the end and i want to like i just want to start all over again you are so uh, horny for this game we've talked and that well so, you know if if, if if we were doing this podcast when breath of the wild came out that's all i'd be talking about that's too actually like, true. I, that was all you talked about the, to me I, for it's a in week my top 10 now um but uh, other than hollow knight um by the time this cast comes out a new hero will be on the loose uh, i'm talking about hammond uh aka wrecking ball the new hamster hero from overwatch oh my god right 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 we talked about this with, with uh, bennington yes and now uh it releases in a couple of in like two days i believe two or three days um, so by the time this is out i uh, i will be hamming around so i'm excited about that i assume that all i take take all this to mean that you did not uh get the octopath traveler demo and try it no because i'm still finishing hollow knight and uh, this is the week i have a show so like i actually have to do things when i get home um so uh yeah but i I, that's 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 on the shelf that's somewhere you know that's gonna have how about you you're still playing octopath or just playing hanging out with your family yeah i haven't yeah i'm playing uh traveling and seeing my family (laughs) and my friends i got a haircut which is a pretty rare thing but i did it my hair's real short now which is uh distressing uh, makes my face look very pointy. 
Um, but yeah, no, I haven't been playing anything aside from the game we're playing for this. And uh, yeah, no, I've, I've not had the time. I've played uh, Get Really Angry at My Amtrak Train because they couldn't get the signals right. So they had to slow down before every station. So it added an hour and a half to my train ride. Man, this is just it just sounds like you should have brought the Switch. Uh, I brought I brought my Switch uh, to the beach. Uh, oh, my God. Just like the commercial. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just 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 for the sheer profanity of it <laughs> just like yeah just like to be like oh i'm gonna go to the beach in la with all these hot people and i'm gonna bust open hollow night and sit here and they're all gonna be jealous it was really hard to play the thing i don't tell you is it's very hard to play outside <laughs> i mean i believe it there's so much fucking glare uh but enough about uh the things i talk about every week like the switch uh we should probably get to our very exciting guest yeah, we do right? a very exciting guest uh our guest is a very close friend of mine he was a writer and or he's an editor at silica magazine he what else is there? Uh, organized and worked for Moogfest, an advertising dude at Imprint, and uh, an artist and making stuff with a group called Computer Duo. It is Josh Siegel. Josh, in the tradition of uh, uh, Isla Glass, uh, Ayla Glass. Fuck, I will never get her name right. Dude, she's listening. I'm sure she's she listening is. right now. She's going to be just swore I- at uh, sorry, yeah, the traditional uh, yeah, Ira right. Glass, yeah. our former guest Ira Glass. Uh, Josh also uh, provided beers for this uh, our session on our end. So oh, incredible! Uh, what are you sipping on? Oh, we're here? sipping on, uh, yeah, can check real quick. We're sipping on some OK beer. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, a full pale beer with uh, some words in a language I don't know, but I'm about to pop this bad boy. That's incredible, and and you know, uh, Josh, I assume that you just did this just out of the good of your heart, not because you've been noticing a pattern in the podcast. Like you're not a fan of the podcast, right? I mean, I'm a fan of Lux's. Great, great, yeah, yeah. yeah. one of like eight. I'm uh, acquainted with the podcast, but not intimately. Whenever a guest brings on beer, the the podcast takes on a new form. It's it's like a new level, and uh, it it's we get at least twenty extra listens right then and there. Yeah, for the that's beer. why we always kind of bang on it. It's a huge, it's a huge hit for us um but josh you are an interesting dude who's done a lot of things so why don't you tell us a little bit about just like where you're at because you've lived in new york forever right you've never you've lived in new york for since day one my whole life so you're like a born and bred new yorker i lived in vermont for one year for my freshman year of college oh. i wanted to die oh yeah i do remember that and you did indeed want to die but um so yeah so how did you get into like so you're in like an artist but you're working a bunch of different mediums making a bunch of different stuff and like what's what's the whole what's your situation with that like how did you get into it how did you start why do you do it that's the hardest question <laughs> all right well um, how did i get into it i just i never didn't do it i don't know i you went just been to like school i had the opportunity you've been making stuff since you were like a, a youth since i was a child my dad is kind of an artist He's a graphic designer and creative director at crane stationery now wow it's cool right yeah plug that dad gotta so you went to What's college up, uh for graphic design no no i studied uh i guess i studied creative writing in college Technically speaking, I wanted to go to art school. My mom was like, you can't do that. Um, (laughs) That's a good mom, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm super grateful for it. Um, And then I ended up studying creative writing and I was like scared to tell her about it um, when I declared my major. because it was, it, was still, it was too, it was still a cre- it was still kind of yeah well, same shit. Going yeah. to not art school and majoring creative writing is just like going to secret art school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, right. I went to the new school and majored in creative writing. It was like yeah, or like the individualized study programs they have now, like these new meta like millennial majors that you can like make your own. Yeah, not <laughs> no one here did that. Certainly, Mm-mm, nope. I did, nope. Mm-mm. nope. <laughs> we, all, we all have real regular ones that are definitely on the in the catalog. That's for sure about us. Well, my mind's regular in the, the sense it doesn't exist. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, mine, mine wasn't. Yeah, I made mine. I'm, up. I'm aware. Like a huge idiot. But when I told my mom, she was like so excited. I remember this like clear as day. She was so excited, and I was so confused. And she was like, "Well, it's gonna be great. You're gonna be able to write amazing emails." Whoa! Oh, so she instantly hooked it right back to the to the corporate stooge. She saw the uh, future ladder climb. Except to be fair, you're writing a lot of emails. You know, <laughs> I write like fewer emails now than than I have in months. But that's how I celebrate. You are the executive editor of Imprint's sort of email thing, right? That's a that's a new thing. My yeah, the cool. marketing agency I work at. I just started editing the newsletter. It's called News News News. It goes out on Fridays. <laughs> Very good name for a newsletter, and, I guess. Um, it has news about imprint projects, and then it has uh, news about New York, like events, um, LA and San Francisco, where all of our offices are. And then we have not not news, which is a double negative because it's like still news, still news, <laughs> still news. Gotcha. Industry related or like just weird, sure. cool shit I see on the internet, and then not news. At the very end, which is just funny shit. Right. Like, is it just like memes or whatever? Yeah. Like last week it was like the Kiki Do You Love Me Dance Challenge. Oh, nice. Cool. That was very good. Um, well, Josh, what is like, so you do these projects at Imprint. I know you work with Moogfest, which you should tell people about, but also like, so what does Imprint do? Uh, Imprint's a, Imprint is a post-advertising creative agency. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? Post-advertising? You make ads. It, no, we're a marketing agency. Slightly different thing. Okay. Honestly, he's, he's selling it to me right now in the room whatever this thing is you know he's already it's our funny uh intentionally provocative phrase sure um oh i see build that brand the point is uh we try to like these all these big companies like have to spend this money to do advertising and like get people to know about them right but um they don't have to like make traditional ads for people to know about them and in fact like engaging with culture and like producing culture is a much more effective way for a brand to like make a impact uh, on a consumer. So, so the, the, the Moogfest are like an example of that, right? So why don't you talk about that? Because that shit, I mean, I went to the South by Southwest, like little version of that, and it was fucking wild. And I know a bunch of our friends went to the actual thing. Moogfest, like the Moogles from Final Fantasy? Way to tie it back to the podcast name, but no. I don't know who <laughs> they are. That's <laughs> okay. You don't need to worry about um, the Moogles. <laughs> no, it's Moogfest is an electronic music and uh, technology festival in Durham. North Carolina that I helped organize for two years, 2016 and 17. Um, and it's just like the most magical, incredible weekend of the year. Like what kind of, of shit? Like, um, so it's dedicated to Bob Moog who invented or didn't invent, but, uh, was one of the people who like figured out what analog synthesizers were. Um, and he started this company called Moog Music and they make these synths and they're super influential, um, and like because of music sounds the way it does now because of this instrument. And um, so it's a festival dedicated to Bob Moog and his legacy. Um, so during the day, it's a tech conference. Um, it's all through the lens of music. So we go super deep on each constituent aspect of electronic music performance. So you have like the hardware, you have the software, but you also have like the cool weird art that's like happening behind the performer. Um, that's and cool. then you also, if you like dig a few levels deeper, there's like futurist philosophy tones and things, you know? So there's always a keynote speaker who like speaks on the future of creativity. That's fucking dope. Um, and so that's during the day. And then at night it's an electronic music festival and like, Best case scenario, which often happens, the people who speak during the day perform at night. Well, so it's kind of like a hybrid TED Talk Bonnaroo. Sure. 
Sure. That's, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like TED Talk could use more Coachella. But it's in downtown Durham, so it's like not like a, it's like civilized. Oh. Sleep in a bed, you don't sleep in a field. Sure, you're not, oh, barba- good. not barbarians like those Bonnaroo hippies. Um, but so you, did, <laughs> so you did that for a couple years, but what's, uh, what's on the docket right now? Anything particularly cool? No, I just want to plug this newsletter. I just want people to sign up for the newsletter. Um, oh, okay. If you go to imprintprojects.com and like click around a bunch, I think probably there's a, there's, I know there's a contact section of the website. Um, sign up for my newsletter. It'd be great. Uh, if right. I can show more subscribers. We're, we're proud about to unleash the Game Boys army onto your newsletter. Yeah. You're going to regret saying that. Game, gonna, game, game. Boys, boys, boys. News, news, news. Um, yeah, server's about to crash. That actually uh, became the rhythm of the safety dance somehow. I have a question about advertising. So, like, what is the state of advertising right now in terms of, like, your company? Like, uh, we're coming I, for I, you. Is that, is that what's happening? Is 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 that advertising thriving or are people watching ads anymore? Yeah, I think they I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, and we're going to we're going to talk about people watching ads on this fucking podcast. I'll tell you that right now. We're going to sure get into we that. Sure we are. I mean, ad, I don't think ads are ever going away, but um, we can just like do cooler shit with that money. Like like make a festival or whatever. Or like help people, like do stuff that like actually helps like give resources to communities um, and things like that and modes of patronage, if you will. Oh, that's yeah. Let's get bring back the patron model. Someone find me a duke to finance my art. I oh, mean, let's be real. It's like we are in a feudal era. That's not wrong. Uh, the average American takes less vacation days than a medieval peasant. Learned that yesterday. Anyways, what is the what? But where was the peasant vacationing? Is like, my question. Like three miles away in the woods, but like in a safe place with no wolves. <laughs> yeah. Just like sit in the stream or like. like yeah, they just like looked at a rock for a while. Uh, but back in the day, that was like fucking like that was HBO, baby. Yeah. Well, back to work. <laughs> Man, I've been looking at this rock for four days, and honestly, I've never felt better. Uh, like the next day in the morning, dude, you guys watched the rock last night. <laughs> We're still saying that. New rock We're yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that humanity will never lose. There will always be reasons to watch the to rock, watch the whether rock. it's an yeah. actual rock or the Ed Harris <laughs> film or the actor. Like it's always. There's always a the, a the Rock. The Ed Harris film about Alcatraz. Yes, with Nicolas Cage as well. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, so we're very close to the street. If you, you could hear that uh, little motorcycle going by, or whatever. Um, so here's a question for you, Josh: Is what's your what's your relationship to video games? I know it is uh, staccato, like a back and forth, or a little bit staccatoy. Staccatoy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a cool way to describe it. Um, I'm not. I don't think of myself as someone who plays video games. Um, I play games on my phone cause like I get stoned and then like want to play games on my phone, but, um, I don't have, a, I don't own a console of any kind. Um, and I haven't since an Xbox 360 five years ago. I remember that Xbox 360, um, which I sold, <laughs> I sold in a fit of rage because, uh, my stepdad had, my stepdad had a screener for Les Mis. <laughs> and for some reason, I thought it was a good idea to watch that. And um, I hated it so much that I, I thought I, the only thing that seemed logical, the only reasonable reaction was to purge my house of all things that could show me that media. Wait. Whoa. Okay. That's, per- that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's like actually totally fucking insane. So I just like unplugged the Xbox 360 and like took it. So like, Les Mis was so bad you sold your Xbox. Like you sold like a, did you have DVD players in the house? No, like, that, was the only, that was the only thing that could show me a DVD. It's 
it's it was like quitting cigarettes for you a little bit, but like with like minutes. <laughs> the last the last straw straw that broke the camel's back. Well, like, but you played when you got the like, you got the Xboxes. You like played games back in the day, right? You used to play video games a little bit more, right? That was sort of a the only game I ever really liked was Grand Theft Auto Four. Ooh, a classic. Wow. Uh, no. Wasn't four a good one? Four the worst in New York. York. <laughs> uh, well, look, man. I honestly uh, well, it's it's a it's it's definitely not the fan favorite. Worst is mean, that's my opinion. Uh four is the sad one with Nico Bellic. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. I mean, look, honestly, we talked about this on the Grand Theft Auto episode with Babaji. Like They're all good. When it comes to those games, like all I'm doing is like shooting cops. Like I'm not playing the stories. I'm just <laughs> killing cops. So. And all all I'm doing is saving them. Yeah. yeah. So that's sort of that's the yin and the yang of me and Griffin. I'm out here murder, murdering digital cops and Griffin's just trying to rescue every single fucking one of them. That's, weird. that's a weird thing to do, Griffin. Yeah, no, I mean look. That's my bad. That's why we're that's that's why we're the nerds who have a video games podcast. But I was like kinda into sports video games. I was kinda into Madden and stuff. Sure, well those are fucking rad. But like I wasn't like really actually into Madden. You weren't doing the like uh sit around and like practice and do all the play scenario stuff and practice mode or whatever. No. You know what I learned recently? Uh, the no. game, the rapper The Game, oh, yeah? is the best Madden player in the world. Is that true? He's the number one ranked Madden player in the world. Whoa, he's also um, a star in the three-on-three basketball league, The Big Three. Is that so? Yeah, or at least he was for a while, and he's also played in the Drew League, a semi-professional basketball league. Griffin is looking at me like I am speaking entirely in like backwards no. Japanese. No, no, I think it's the video chat. I'm nodding in appreciation for, for the game's game. He's Just a, his, yeah, his experience. That's why, that's why he's called the game. Is that true? Oh, yeah, but which yeah, came yeah, first, I the saw, Madden I or the raps? This, I saw this video of, or the basketball. of him talking with Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk, give us a little taste of that. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is this like social media figure who runs this company called VaynerMedia. Uh, I don't, I, it's hard for me to explain I, what he actually I just does. want to really quickly point out that Vayner definitely sounds like a euphemism for boner. Just want to get that out there. Um, I think he's like a Russian. I don't descent. see it, but we don't have time to explain. There's like a vein on it. I'm kidding. Um. I didn't see it. I just thought it was like nur. I refuse to explain. I refuse to not explain that. I'm getting it. I'm getting it into the ether. I'm doing it. Um, so, so I'm talking to Gary Vaynerchuk. So yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk was like, "Wait, you're the number one ranked Madden player in the world?" And he was like, "Yeah, dude. Like, fuck with me. I swear, I'll, I will murder you." And then he like gives his backstory of why he's called the game, and it's like because he was like really good at games and like loved playing games. Dude, that's awesome. And he like tried to give himself some shitty rap name. I can't remember what it was. And like he wasn't, it wasn't working. It wasn't getting famous when he was younger. And then his sister was like, why are you doing that? Just call yourself your name. I should call myself the the Wii U. (laughs) I call myself the Switch. Because um, Switch mode dude, is the dude. Greater. Is there a rapper called the Switch? Because that sounds tight. Yeah, that actually would be a pretty dope that name. Scary. Yeah, a little bit. But you know what? Sometimes rappers want to be scary. I would. I would try. I've. You know, I tried to be when we were doing the rap thing. You were scared. We were all scared. We were all pretty scary. No one was scary. Scary. Like horrorcore raps. What are we talking no, about? No, I just here? tried to be sort of like you know. You know how yeah. I'm very much not an aggressive person and just sort of sure. sound like this all the time. I tried yeah. to channel some more of like emotional bandwidth of anger into my shit. Uh, it was like a 50-50 success, I would say. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, I take that. Anyways, um, Griffin, I think we've talked enough about sort of general bullshit, but you probably have something you want to talk to us about the past. I completely agree. Um, so uh, our guest has brought on a wonderful game, and I think we should get into a little bit of history about this game. We're going to start from the beginning. <laughs> 
A mobile game is a video game played on a smartphone slash tablet, smartwatch, PDA, or portable device, or graphing calculator. The earliest known game on a mobile phone was a Tetris variant on the Haganook MT2000 device from 1994. In 1997, Nokia launched the very successful Snake. Snake and its variants that was pre-installed on most developments uh, has since been one of the most played video games of all time and is found on more than 350 million devices worldwide. However, mobile games distributed by mobile operators and third-party portals remained a marginal form of gaming until Apple's iOS App Store was launched in 2008. As the first mobile content marketplace operated directly by a mobile platform holder, the App Store significantly changed the consumer behavior and quickly broadened the market for mobile games, as almost every smartphone owner started to download apps. This time on Game Boys, we play Looper, a musical timing game developed by Danny Cruz that can only be enjoyed from the palm of your hand. Will the boys hit the beats, or will they tell this game to hit the streets with Looper? You're dang, that was a really good one. Um, yeah, man. So this game, this fucking game, you played this game? Yeah. So this one was. Well, okay. First of all, Josh, what, why, why this game of all games? Well, I haven't really been playing a lot of games lately in general, but this was the game. This is the game that's on my phone right now. I go through phases, I guess, of like playing a lot of games on my phone to no games because I like get disgusted with myself uh, for doing for like looking at my phone and doing literally nothing. I'm not even like. I'm not even like stalking people and like doing yeah, nothing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I stop <laughs> doing it sometimes. Um, so wait, it goes it goes like no, it goes like productive tasks, stalking people, and at the bottom <laughs> is mobile games. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> By stalk people, I mean like be on social media. No, like, of course, didn't of think course. you mean like plot their location with Google pins and schedule your time to walk by their windows while they shower. I um, no, I Siri does that for you. <laughs> Yeah, Siri. Siri. God, Siri, the technology in those things has gotten out of control, to be honest. Siri can't do that, but you're like, hey, Google. Oh, yeah, sure. Hey, Google. Um, I'm not going to go anywhere with this joke. It's going to only get dark. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, so why was this? So, you, have, you go through these cycles, and then you're on one with this game, I guess? Oh, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, uh, So, I was, game, I was game free for a little while, and then I was, like, bored. I was watching TV, and I didn't want to pay attention to TV, and so... I also didn't want to like look at Instagram. I've been I've been looking at Instagram, um, and so I went to the App Store and hit that games section on the iOS App Store, which is different than yours, Lux. Yeah, very different than Google Play. <laughs> now, before we go through every step of downloading an app, which most people and listening to the show already know, I, I, I <laughs> opened, I clicked uh, through. <laughs> No, first, no, first it said you ran out of space, so you had to delete some other no, stuff. No, I, have and then, a big, I have a big phone. But, <laughs> uh, uh, but what, kind of device are, what kind of device are you, are, are you rocking? Uh, you know, what are you, what, what are you playing games on? I'm on, a, I'm on an phone? 8 Plus. On an 8 Plus. Plenty, right. so, plenty of real estate on that so screen. That, looks gr- that, that probably looks great on the 8 Plus. Every, wow. Everything looks great. Yeah, and then so what, okay, so let's, let's actually go through that. So <laughs> you're rocking an iPhone 8 Plus. I'm on the Galaxy S9. Griffin, what are you rocking with? Uh, I have a 7 Plus um, that was crazy. Cracked screen, and then uh, a man in LA told me to go to the store to get it fixed for cheap, and they kind of fixed it, but now it's got a blue tint to everything, so it's like not cracked, but it's slightly blue. Well, that's kind of good though, right? Because isn't blue light better for your eyes than white light? So like, it's just better for your. They were doing a favor. There's the light that fucks with your circadian rhythms the most. Oh, oh, perfect. The opposite of what I said. I don't know anything. That's why when you put night shift on on your computer or on your phone or oh. flux or whatever, it gets orangey red. 
Is that why I cried in the parking lot this morning? Probably. I mean, okay. To, yeah. I mean, there, I don't know you, Griffin, but uh, there might be, there could be all kinds of reasons for that. <laughs> it was just that you were th- remembering that we had to do a podcast today. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh God, it's Thursday. <sighs> As though we record on a regular day anymore. Um, um, but yeah, so those are the devices we're rocking. Um, now, I, I, I like this game uh, because... I am not musically talented, but it like tricks me into making me feel like I built something good. Yeah, for sure. That's like a big part of the game is like tricking you into feeling like you made a cool song. Yeah. So yeah. So Josh, want to explain to people uh, who haven't played Looper like what the game is like? Yeah, I mean it's like you open it up and there's like some lines and you hit the when you touch the screen like a ball starts moving on the line and it's it's to a beat like the it's hard to explain actually. Um, it like travels on the line according to a certain aspect of a beat, right? And there are multiple lines on the screen and you have to turn on the, the movement of multiple balls um, and they all intersect. Without them colliding, right? And if they yeah. collide, you lose the level. And if you yeah. if you, they don't uh, for like seven seconds or something, uh, you get to move on. Yeah, and if you stay on beat, then if, you, if you're on beat, they won't collide. And if you get yeah. off beat, they do collide. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so the game is, the game's pretty cool. It's got a cool aesthetic of like, kind of like, like it's sort of like Geometry Wars-esque. If you guys ever played that game, that like very bright, shiny game. It is like Geometry Wars. Yeah, it's like got that kind of aesthetic of just like poppy light, which is really nice. Um, it also has, yeah, like lines and and bright shapes and loud sounds. So it's great for like me or a baby. Um, and so, uh, which (laughs) synonyms, um, yeah, you must be pretty bummed Toys R Us is shutting down. Dude, you have no fucking, where am I going to get my minion stuff? (laughs) Where are you going to ride the carousel? Yeah. Where am I going to do anything? I'm still, I'm, everyone who's listening, by the way, I just want to put this out there. I'm looking for a cloth snapback hat that just has a minion on it. I can't help you with that, but I do. I I personally have a minions uh, away bag, like luggage. Oh, I know you do. I'm extremely jealous of um, it. So if you need minions gear, like you can just go to away. I guess. Okay. So so Lux, you're telling me that in this cursed world of multiple minions properties, you can't find a single fucking hat with a minion I just on. Just haven't it? looked super hard. I haven't found one that I like. If anyone has good <laughs> suggestions. Etsy. Oh, God. I feel like Gross. I feel like I see minion merch just like everywhere in the streets. Yeah, maybe I could it's just find some. It's just like part of the normal debris now. Yeah, maybe if I walked, yeah, if I sort of walked less straight backed and prideful and looked at the ground like some kind of plebeian, I might catch some uh, <laughs> minions gears lying Too on the prideful. curb. Too prideful. Yeah, I walk, I walk like a nobleman. Um, <laughs> Josh is looking at me. I said I walked like a nobleman, and Josh looked at me like I was made out of like just pure water. Like I was like didn't even exist and like defied the laws of physics. He's right. I don't walk like a nobleman. I walk like a dirtbag. Anyways, here's the thing about this game because I also really liked it and it, it was fun. But here's my experience with it. I was waiting in line to get on the train Union Station and I was playing it and I was having a great time. And I was burning the whole line weight. And I was loving it, loving it, loving it. And I get on the train. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to play this game on this train. I'm going to have a great time. And all of a sudden I get an ad and I'm like, OK, you know, mobile games come with ads. And then I get a couple minutes later, I get another ad. I'm like, that was a lot faster than the last one. And like a minute later, I get another ad. And I was like, that's even faster. And then all of a sudden, it was after every screen, I'm getting an ad. (laughs) It's every level I got ads. Oh, wow. Thanks, Mr. Advertiser. Yeah, and it drove me. I don't make ads. So so you've realized why we've called you here today. Yeah. To call you out on your bullshit. I (laughs) make this game. I don't make these ads. That's what what your mouth say. But here's the thing is like, it's a really good game, but it's trapped in so many ads that I couldn't play. I had to stop playing it. I haven't played it since it drove me crazy. So I've never seen an ad in this game. You want to know why? Because you paid $3? Yeah, fuck yeah. Of course I do. 
Yeah, and the ads on apps are so ugly. They look like they're from the 90s. Like, it's they, rude. they just, like, they fuck the app up, like, just on a aesthetic and just on a spiritual level. Also, like, yeah, and the ads in this they, game are, like, so, like, shotgun-style scattershot. Like, one was, like, the Harry Potter Hogwarts game. Then it was, like, Tom Clancy, Sniper Assassin. And then it was, like, Make a Farm. And it was just, like, these. who do you think is playing this game who likes all those things? And it was, like, oh, one of these will hit someone in a way that works. Yeah, totally. And, and yeah. there's 55 every 10 seconds. So, like, one of them will get you. And it drove me fucking up the fucking wall, dude. Yeah, so when I went to the app store and I clicked over to the game section and I eventually found... You scrolled for a little while. And yeah. You scrolled for a little while. I, you I actually, you were in the music I, section. I, you switched over to games. There's no music section. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> that rules. That's a different app. Um, but yeah, you're right. What I what I I read a review because you know I thought why not and it was like you Lux it had it had this a terrible review it was so angry and it said there's too many ads so I was like yeah I'm just gonna pay for this right off the bat not interested in in dealing with the ads and that's like a real thing the thing with that is that like. This happens with mobile games. Like, there are some really cool... Because like, one thing about mobile games that I like is that a lot of them are really simple, so the game design is, like, really elegant and, like, effective and neat in a way that's cool and mechanically interesting. But then they're just filled with fucking ads. And it drives me fucking off the fucking wall. Well, listen, I uh, I believe in this, the free market and the sweat of one's brow. Uh, <laughs> and I I think that if you if you put a bunch of energy into making something people enjoy, like you deserve three dollars. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's fair. That's a that's a reasonable point to make. And, and for me, yeah, as an adult, like if if you charge a reasonable amount for something, I'm not mad. Like I get mad when people charge like twenty five dollars on iTunes for like the new movie. But it's like, no, like I'll buy a TV episode for like a ninety nine cents or like two dollars. Like that's content, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, for sure. Uh, that's that's definitely true. It's just like it, you really pay for TV. I pay like for that? certain shows that I can't get access to. Yeah, just because I want to watch them in HD. Interesting. Griffin, just because I don't loves know what to torrent anymore. And they just like, I want to watch it in HD and for like two bucks, I'll, I'll do that. I've done that for, for like, uh, some American horror story seasons. And, uh, I did that for Rick and Morty too. Well, yeah. give, give him your dad's password. Um, yeah, I should do that if for, if you need a password. Well, we'll talk about this later. Um, <laughs> Wait, buddy, can you just read it out to me now? No, he got mad at me because I gave it to many people recently. So I need to not so you do shouldn't, that on the podcast. You shouldn't say it on the podcast. <laughs> I probably shouldn't Plus, put that out there. It, uh, to, for, for to our seven. And, uh, don't worry, everybody will be in the episode details. I do, it will not. I write the episode details and I promise you it won't be. My riddle segment this episode is, is just guessing locks his login what's Jack, what, is, what is Rabbi Jack's login for all of his stuff? <laughs> um, but back to the game. Uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, you're right. Like it was, is, what were we talking about with this game? Just mobile games and oh, ads. We're talking um, about we're ads, ads right, right now. Ads is, ads is, ads is going to happen. Um, there's only a few games that are truly free and those have microtransactions. And like, that's the, that's like the other evil where it's like only a few people pay for everyone. Basically like whales pay for the microtransactions and what, it's free for everyone else. What games are you talking about? Like a pay to win? I'm talking like, uh, well, we, when, on an earlier episode we did the Simpsons tapped out which is a sim city building style but themed in the simpsons um and uh it's free to play but you are encouraged from like minute one to buy these donuts and the donuts cost a crazy amount of money and you 
use them to buy like cooler characters and stuff. Um, and the way that these games uh, pay, pay for themselves basically and, and actually make more money than if they charged up front is that they make it free for everyone and only a few players, which they uh, lovingly refer to as whales, uh, either have a massive amount of income or like are, you know, Children, children, children using their parents' thing, or have a serious, you know, uh, illness of some sort that prevents them from making smart decisions. Uh, you know, uh, and so like those uh, oh, of course, small dumb percentage itis. people, <laughs> dumb itis, Yeah, you mean being a child? Um, hey, they're not the same because I have I have dumb itis and I'm a 27 year old man. Um, yeah, no, you're you're totally right. I mean, it's the same. It's the exact same thing. Like that's the way they talk about and design casinos to raise to make money too. Like casinos make money off of whales in the same way like yeah exactly it's the exact same idea um which is kind of dark just so i'm clear on how the simpsons game works like uh do you need or do you need a donut for any reason in the game other than okay, like you, can, cool you can continue characters? playing but like all of the good characters are donuts and cool basically. buildings and all the stuff that like and part of the game the way the game works is like at a certain point like you want to like compare your town to other people's towns and if you have a town like mine where you're not paying for anything it just is like this like shabby yeah. like suburb zone then you go to like griffin's right. fucking town and there's like rocket ships <laughs> everywhere and like a well, crusty bird and a i earned most of that i earned most you, of okay, that okay this is the thing that's so strange right it's like there are all these games where you like literally can't win if you don't pay 99 cents or whatever but then this <laughs> no. one sounds like there's no point to this game i guess you can't win no there, there you can't just win a design game. game there's no levels no, it's just like a, a money and so time sucking monster you're just, no, just like, you just get sucked into it yeah well that's what happens but yeah and you put your you drew a distinction we were it's talking like before the eternal that. treadmill of progress like is what it is well, like those kind of games yeah take that capitalism anyways um, <laughs> uh you josh you were talking before we got on the pod about like the difference between like uh play to win or pay to win and pay to play which i think is an interesting distinction especially in the context of mobile games that like some of them do like require that like if you want to win this game or be competitive in this game, you have to pay hundred or hundred dollars, like hundreds of dollars, like microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Whereas this game is like three dollars up front. I think that's an interesting distinction to draw, especially because Well, it's not though. Like it's not three dollars up front. You know, it's a free game. Um, it's an optional three dollars to get rid of the ads that you can pay whenever you want, whenever you get pissed off enough, you know. And sure. then you can pay an additional three dollars, I think, to be able to like skip the ad before the like the special level at the end of each mm-hmm. uh like ten whatever. Um, and you pay an extra three dollars to tell them to stop calling your house. I didn't pay either of those three dollars. <laughs> I'm getting those calls. Um, <laughs> I like them. <laughs> no one calls me. So like, yeah, nice. someone, someone, my phone is ringing. Wait, actually, this is a total tangent. But today, someone called my phone and I answered it. And it was nowhere I didn't recognize. And it was this lady who was like, Chris. And I was like, no, this is Lux. And she was like, oh, I guess I have the wrong number. I was looking for my son. And I was like, well, I'm not your son. She was like, well, I love you too. And I was oh like, and I was like, oh, thank you. And she was like, yeah, well, if I ever call you by mistake, just to uh, think of it as your mom checking in. And I was like, that is the sweetest, holy r- shit, the sweetest wrong this number goes back to gotten. This goes back to last week's episode where I was saying how people just like want to be nice to you. Right. <laughs> no, people even on the phone can tell that I need help. <laughs> See, that's the opposite of the last wrong number I got. What did someone well, call you? It wasn't even a wrong number. I thought it was a spam call, but who knows? It uh, it was the local police. That's what they. That's how they. Hello, we are the local okay. police. That sounds fake from the get go. <laughs> yeah, that's insanely <laughs> fake. We're the local police, and there are several warrants out for your arrest. But don't worry, you can uh, deal with that. 
now this on the is phone if you give us money thing. or some shit. And that is so fucked like, up. That's not cool. okay. Click. Um, and then I googled it, and AARP told me that it was most likely a scam. So I feel I feel like I'm probably yeah. in the clear. Yeah, those phone scammers, they'll get you. Um, yeah. That's why you got, that's why you got to break your phone, smash yeah. it. Well, then you can't play Looper. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the conversation, but that thing happened to me today, and it's just so mind-bogglingly weird. And kind um, of really nice. I want to get back to the game with something I want you guys to. I want to hear your opinions about this. I like this game, but mobile games for me um, have to be something that's like I can play in those spare minutes, waiting in line. You know, uh, stopped at a red light. I'm kidding. Uh, like just you know those like few minutes where you, maybe you're not scrolling Instagram. This game, I feel like you'd want to have headphones on for or something, or it just feels like something you want to play like, alone at night in bed. Yeah, you try it without sound. Huh? Did you try it with your sound no. off? Oh, because that's like this whole other. Thing yeah, there's it. like a, it's like a double game, right? Because when you play the sound on, you're going by the beat, and you react to the beat when you play the sound off. It's like a spatial recognition game. Mm, it's just okay. a timing. It's a timing of yeah, visual timing. Yeah, which is a cool. It's a cool like kind of double. Was why I think that like that's why this game having so many ads drove me crazy. Is that the game is so fucking well designed? Like, there's so much of the game that really fucking rules. Like, there's this double like double layering of how you could play it. And there's like, I mean, the music is kind of repetitive, but it's fun. And like the visuals are good. And so like the design of the game is great. It's just sort of like I and you're right, Griffin and and Josh, that like they need to make money somehow. And it makes sense that they ask you to pay three dollars. And like, that's a totally reasonable price. But it's just like. Wait, just let me be clear, though. They don't ask you to pay three dollars. It's a free game. They're, they bamboozle you. They strong arm you into paying three dollars. Right. That's like, what they, I don't like about it's it. It's not asking. It's not like, hey, can you pay us three dollars to play this game? That's what a that's what a game that costs three dollars is. Yeah. Um, this game is an in-app purchase, as many in-app purchases, which are just bullshit. You know, like they feel like they're they always feel like they're taking advantage of right. you. Actually, that's, and that's why it made me mad because it was like, yeah. they're inundated, like you're slowly tricked me into loving this game and then flooded me with ads and get me addicted. to buy it. It gets you hooked and I was not interested in getting hooked and I also am like, I'm going to spend all this time playing this stupid game. Like, what else do I spend $3 on that like takes up as much of my time? Like, I just feel like only 10 people would pay $3 up front in this day and age, though. Like, would you have even tried it if it had been $3? No, I probably wouldn't have, but it just inundated me with ads and drove me insane. So you're mad at them for charging for it afterwards, but also you wouldn't have bought it up front. Look, I'm not saying my reaction is (laughs) rational. I'm just telling you what happened to me in my feelings. But also that said, like, I pay to win. When I have games that are like that, like, because I get frustrated that I can't get past a level or whatever. So, oh, this costs 99 cents to, like, get these diamonds or whatever that, like, I can trade in for whatever bullshit. Like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, I got to get the diamonds to turn it into game cash that I can spend on skill points. Um and I can finally beat this one level to move on to another level that I won't be able to beat if I don't get more diamonds to turn into more game cash to turn into more skill points. And like eventually, that's kind of why I get disgusted with it. You know, like I gotta get rid of all these games. Yeah, no, you can definitely feel yourself falling into that cycle in a major way. I mean, like that's like that's the thing. I I, I really like mobile games because they're so good at making you fall into that cycle, and then it's so frustrating when they try to use it against you. 
And you're right, Griffin. I shouldn't be so mad about it because it makes total sense as like a strategy and like a reasonable way to exist in like the world we live in. But I still feel like they're trying to deceive me, and I hate feeling like they're and trying maybe, to make a and mark maybe it out of me. Would have been smoothed out more if 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 like somehow the UI was better, so it just didn't feel as like brutal. And if, as you say, the ads weren't so bad. Yeah, well, there's just got to be some like yeah. automatic ad serve that feeds all these games, right? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's choosing to put these terrible, no. shitty game, yeah. game ads into these. Like, some of them just are gameplay footage of games that don't explain what's happening in the game. And so it's just like a bunch of stuff happens. And then it's like, do you want this game? And it's like, no, what? Why? What even? What did I just look at? Like, Probably some people want that game. Though. That's what's I crazy. Like, yeah. I feel like 90% of those ads are the same game. Whatever this kingdom game is, it's like, it's just like every game is this kingdom game where you have a kingdom and you fight other kingdoms and there's like really shitty terrain graphics. Wait, so I've never seen any of the ads in this particular game but are they interactive ads or are they they're just footage they're footage and you can like either press x to click out of them and it takes you to the apple it takes you to the, the play store the apple store and then you can go back to the game the ad will just finish there because it's a fucking lie <laughs> or, <laughs> or uh, you That's watch through, you watch through and you can close it and it goes back to the game my favorite is when an ad doesn't work when it's like <laughs> clicks through and it doesn't work <laughs> Well, so what I've noticed, like, a lot of the ads that I've been seeing like, up until this game where, you know, like I said, like I said, do not see ads, um, have been interactive game ads. So, like, they make you play, like, a 10, 10, like, 15 seconds of a game. And you can't even, like, you, can't, you won't even be able to click out of it until you, like, make the first move. Oh, you know what I mean? Like wow. you have to interact with it, but uh, they're bull- they're that's often, why it feels like they're bullying you. They're, yeah, exactly. And they're often that stupid, uh, random, like somehow there are thousands versions of it. Castle game. I guess. Yeah. If it was, if it was, if it was like, yeah, come watch this movie. And then it's like, you start watching the movie and they're like, all right, that first scene was good. Right now. Get the fuck out. Or, or give me us money. $3 or if you want to see the <laughs> next two scenes. <laughs> I thought it was free. Yeah. That first scene was. <laughs> it's comfy uh, here, right? <laughs> well, speaking of ads, I think we have to take a little ad break because the Game Boys don't pay themselves. Windows, windows, windows. I'm selling one thing, and it's houses made of windows. There's no walls, and no floors, and no doors. Just glass from head to toe. There's glass on the ceiling. There's glass on the walls. There's glass on the doorknobs. I love my new glass house. I look through all the walls every day, and look at that beautiful... Sunrise, sun, sun. It's, it's it's getting pretty hot as the sun's rising in here. I can feel my skin. It's starting to crack a little bit. Yeah, you can't see anything in this house. You're not gonna be able to see a thing. It's gonna be reflected everywhere. Yeah, it's blindingly bright in here, and I can start skin starting to fall off my arms and legs. I can start to feel like I might be going blind in here. Buy my giant microwave oven today. I'm delicious. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Game Boys podcast. I'm still Lux, your co-host still Griffin, and your, and your guest is still Josh Siegel. We're still talking about the game Looper, but it's time to rate that game, boys. Um, so the way this works, Josh, is we're going to give this game a rating on a scale from one to five joysticks and give a little summary of why we feel the way we do about it. And that is that. And you are our guest, and so politeness dictates that you go first. Just so I'm clear, I'm rating it as like how much I like it, how good I think it is. Yeah, how much? How would you feel in your heart? Is this objective or subjective? Subject, subjective. Subjective for sure. It's what's in your heart. I give it like a three and a half out of five joysticks. All right, why is that? Because like I I know about the ad problem. I can't. I have to discount it for that. Like I just I want. I avoided it. 
but sure. I knew about it, you know. Um, and it's just kind of boring overall. Like it's not a, it's a good game, but I'm on level seventy five like somehow. <laughs> Christ. Without blinking, it just happened because you know no ads, so it's fast. And, sure. Um, it uh, I don't care. I like had, I played it uh, like again today because I was like oh, I'm gonna be on this podcast talking about this game. I should probably play it. Um, Check it out. But uh, yeah, I'm not super. I'm not like addicted to it. I'm addicted to them, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's super fair. Uh, yeah, I uh, I like this game. I think it's uh, super w- uh, well designed. And then the ads kind of really break up the uh, the experience for me. Um, but I'm not really sure how else they could do it. Uh, other than like have some way to like have them not be so big, like such eyesores, like when they appear. Um, but... I think this game does what it wants to do, but it doesn't really reinvent any wheel or like make me have to tell people about it. So I'm going to give it a 3.5. Yeah. All right. Well, I was going to give it a 1.5 because the ads drove me crazy, but Griffin made a very compelling case that I was being sort of a in an unsympathetic and rude person for thinking that way. Um, and I think you're right. So I'll give it a 2.5 because um, I think the yeah. game is pretty good, but just like... Like, as you say, it's not reinventing anything. It definitely gets old pretty fast. It's like a fun, like, 10, 15-minute thing, but it doesn't really hold my attention much longer than that. And with the ads, it's like, I can't play it at all. And, like, the ads are just so bad, and I wish, like, I don't know. I, I, I know there's not a way right now to do that in a way that doesn't feel like they're bullying me, but I still don't like feeling like they're bullying me. It's just a difference. Like, you know what games I really like? Mobile games that I've gotten addicted to are like multiplayer games like games where i'm playing a random person sure it's it's a person it's not like it's not just some like pretty puzzle or like against the computer it's like another human so there's like a golf game that i played for a while that i thought was pretty good uh golf clash um and then there's uh there's like an archery game that's made by mini clip that i guess is making an ios game mini clip now mini clip wow that's a throwback yeah Um, they like make a bunch of weird ios bringing it back awesome well uh i have that's the game thank you for bringing that one on let's move on to uh our segment segment of segments i believe the phrasing is (laughs) now it's time for everyone's favorite segment made entirely out of segments that's right ladies and gentlemen it's time for the segment segment um, Griffin, you do the first segment, so you got us on board. What you got, baby? Uh, yeah, but for my first segment, I forgot to mention this at the top. <laughs> this is just a side news note that I really want to talk to you about on the podcast. Have it. you seen the trailer for Teen Titans, the live-action one? Oh. There's a live-action Teen Titans coming? Oh, yeah. I've seen the one with the animated <laughs> one, which looks great. I've seen the one with the live one, which looks... Less. There is a live action version that DC is making for their own streaming service online. Uh, and in, and in it, it's a dark noir version of the Teen Titans. You know, uh, what we all want from Teen Titans. Uh, and Robin, in one of the opening shots, says, fuck Batman. Which is... <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so funny. That's funny. I thought uh, about using that for the thing, but I had Hulk Hogan on my mind in a big way all day, so I kind of had to get that out of the system. I saw a headline today that there's going to be a CW show of a, a Jewish female Batwoman, which I guess it's Batwoman has to be female. Well, or it doesn't have to be, I yeah. guess. But, you know. Um, but the Jewish thing, like, stuck out to me in the headline. Of, yeah, weird character detail. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, it's like... Um, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I How guess. How does it play into the character? It's like, oh, there's crimes happening, but it's Shabbos, so I better <laughs> stay home. <laughs> like, 
That's crazy. It's like, oh, what are you gonna do? I'm sure. I'm sure she's non practicing. Yeah. Well, then what even is it? She's just like really anxious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, look, that might be. I mean, you're listening. You know, my dad's a rabbi. I can make Jewish jokes all fucking day. And if you get mad at me, probably justified. But I'm still gonna do it. But that was my tangent. And now we're gonna go into everyone's favorite segment. It's what's that sound? All right. Now Lux uh, and Josh get to play. Uh, and this one, I'm gonna play the sound. It's from a video game. You guys gonna try and guess uh, what it is? <laughs> this is a really good one. All right. Now, uh, Josh, do you have a guess? Am I guessing like what game it came from? Yeah. Uh, like Mario Party. Okay, that's a good guess, but no, it is not Mario Party. It's Mario what? something, though, right? No, it is not in the Mario franchise oh. at all. Let oh, me play this. Shit. Let me play this one more time for you guys. Maybe I'll start giving you guys some hints. It sounds insanely <laughs> Nintendo. I'm gonna let it drop too. Okay, yeah. Oh. Oh. Why did you look like before? This is a funky beat, and if it gets us DMCA'd, I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, shit, that's, a, is that any more guesses? Now, it's a, it's a, it is a big franchise. It's, it's a menu big franchise. music from something. It is I'm probably menu music and probably level one music as well. Okay. Level one. Like Pokemon? So close, but not Pokemon. The Digimon? I'm sorry. I, not, I guess not close, just not right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, I knew it wasn't the intro music for Digimon because we all know what that is. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. And it goes, change into <laughs> digital champions. Or champions, yeah. To, to save the, the digital, digital world. world. And this yeah. is why we have a podcast together because we can just do that. How anyway, Digimon digital? They exist inside of computers, yeah, but also there's a digital there's the universe that's like created by the fact that the internet exists and they live in there and they can come out sometimes because of magic, I guess. It's, it's weird. Back, it, it was, it was oh. written before people knew exactly what the internet was going to be used for and they're like, it's a magical it's zone. It's a whole animal. No, they're yeah. like, they're, they're, no, the way it works is like, there's an internet, but the fact <laughs> there's an internet also creates like a magical sub-universe where the Digimon live. <laughs> That, uh, it was yeah, great. It was very it's like some extremely China Mieville shit if you um, think about it. Guys, do, do we have any final guesses on on, on what franchise is from? Is it Wii Sports Resort? Uh, you know what? This is a hard one. It's from it's from Crash Bandicoot. Oh, it's like the Crash right. Bandicoot the, intro. So Pokemon was close. Pokemon was close. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I guess a not. Bandicoot, a Bandicoot's a an animal. Could be a, po- a Pokemon. Sure. Okay. I felt like it was misleading. Um, but it let's move on to was. a segment that we can really sink our teeth into. Yeah. Let's pull. Well, actually, that went really well. Let's uh, let's do. Uh, don't look at this. Let's. It's time for the wiki dive. Um, Josh can't see the screen because I'm looking at things. So the way the way that this works, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is that. I will be reading the uh, Wikipedia entry for a famous video game character, and Josh and Griffin will take. We'll see who can be the first one to identify who the character is based on their backstory. Um, yeah, ridiculous. All right, here we go. Waluigi. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Luigi. All right. Nope. <laughs> We're narrowing it down. Uh, how do I do this one? All right. The the dot from Looper. Um, <laughs> Which dot are you, Griffin? What All right. are you playing as? Uh, I'm an energy ball. I'm a fireball. No, I'm an I'm eyeball. A fire. I'm a fireball. All right, ready? 
He was trained to become a great pilot just like his father when he met his new friend, a rowdy but street-savvy bird who wanted to become a pilot too. He Star helped Fox. his... Damn it, that was so fast. Yeah, that, that's The actually, only pilot character yeah. in, in video games. Well, Captain Falcon, maybe. Well, yeah, no, you... Yeah, I was thinking about doing actually Captain Falcon. It might have been better. Damn, I didn't even get to the part because it gets so crazy. Let's hear a few more of the crazy lines then. Just, just, just out goes of curiosity. On, he goes, uh, Fox's father volunteered to test a new gravity bomb Andros made, but was lost and presumed dead when the bomb detonated with a far greater effect than anyone expected. Uh, Andros was sent out exiled from the star system, but returned and built a power place based on the planet Venom. Fox protested, the leaders, ter- uh, terrified by Andros's power, exiled Fox to the planet Papatoon. <laughs> and that's just the beginning. This thing is long as hell. Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. Those Star Fox games, they really they had to ha- they tried to have some uh, th- some war themes, right? Yeah, some real themes of like power and like the failure of governance on things. Yeah, and and uh, and now you've just shown us a great exa- example of the failure of a of a host in, in making a segment. You know. Oh, Hey, hey, well, wow, that's like familiar. It's almost like the, the fly and just pick a new uh, Wikipedia page. It's almost like, yeah, we could try a different one. Let's uh, let's let's see if we can pivot into a better one. Uh, give me one second to come up. Hey, with I don't it. write new riddles on the spot when I when my riddles go out. Yeah, but I, I, I don't I asked him to. Yeah, the guest is asking you and you don't I don't tell you that you did a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be supportive. You asshole. <laughs> well, that's your, that's your fatal flaw. I guess. Yeah, um, my fatal flaw is that I'm nice to my friends. You're right. <laughs> yeah. My one note, yeah, be, be less nice be, to, be my, to me. Yeah, be meaner. Yeah, well, that would sort of balance things out. Huh? Um, let me try to think who you I should be meaner to him. Well, yeah, we have a dynamic. It's fine. Um, <laughs> who should? Who will I pick? Okay, I got one. All right, ready? Here we go. Tatanga, a space alien, invades her nation. Sarah, Sarah, or. Er, yeah, Sarasa land in order to marry her and make her his queen. He kidnaps her and hypnotizes all the land's inhabitants, enslaving them into his army. The hero attempts to rescue her and bring peace to Sarasa land by traveling through each of the four kingdoms in pursuit of Tatanga to try and defeat him. Throughout the game, enemies disguise themselves as her to trick the hero into believing he has rescued her. In the end, she is rescued, but Tatanga manages to escape. She thanks Mario and the... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Tatanga? Yeah. Is it like the original or some shit? No, it's, it's not who you think it is. Um, it's not, it's, it's not Lady Toad. It's not Lady Toad. It's not uh, the Yoshi lady. It's not Birdo. Okay. She makes her golfing debut in Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. She's playable by default, and this is the first sports game where she's physically more powerful than than her friend. Uh, she so I'm be, glad we did. A, I'm glad we did a second one for you to slip up and say Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think you guys were going to get there if I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely not. <laughs> um, so at least I'm helping you out. Uh, well, uh, what an exciting firework ending! Come on, what you got for me? Griffin's just calling it. He's not interested. Griffin, give me a guess. I thought we guessed Mario. It's not Mario. It's the lady I'm talking. The, the woman is the subject. Well, who's Tatanga? Tatanga's the alien that came and kidnapped this particular woman. Peach? It's not Peach. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought Mario was the the person that we were guessing. Um, uh, Kid Bowser. Nope. Uh, here, here's it's a, woman, it's a lady character. It's a woman character. Oh, um, are we talking about the mayor of town? 
the, mayor, <laughs> the mayor of town. This isn't yeah, Homestar the Runner. Mayor, dude. The mayor of New Donk City. <laughs> no, it's not the mayor of New Donk City. I can't believe you're not getting. You're guessing like so. You've you guessed the really obvious ones, and I've moved way past. This person's like way more known than New Donk City. This person appears in Mario in the Mario Tennis series. Oh, are you talking about the oh uh, the the brown haired lady? Oh come on, she has a fucking name, dude. <laughs> well, okay, well that character is like a, a a clone of Mayor of New Donk City. Okay, Daisy is not. I mean, it's Daisy. Daisy okay. is not a clone of the New Donk City mayor. Oh damn it! My prejudices have been revealed. Yeah, Griffin can't tell brown-haired women apart. Um, That's why the podcast is dangerous. Yeah, look, man, it reveals a lot about you. But that was actually a surprising amount of fun for a segment I kind of botched. Anyways. Um, that's going to be the end of our show, as you can probably tell, because things are going off the rails. Um, so Josh, uh, I'm sure that people want to hear more from you. Where can they do that? Um, in my newsletter that I make for the company I work at, Imprint Projects, you can sign up for the newsletter. I really this want you sick. to do that. What do we get from, what is, what are we going to receive on this newsletter that would help us we'll, in our day to day? Will Imprint put the Game Boys in the, pro- will you put those in the newsletter? Definitely. Like I was on an episode of Banga. Definitely. Okay. Well now, now I'm subscribing. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Banga, yeah. all ganga no chungo. What a good deal. Um, are you on Twitter? Can people find you there? You can't find me on Twitter yet. I was thinking about starting a new one though. Okay. Cause I got things to say. Yeah, you certainly do. But I've never really found the the medium uh, suited me. But I, I feel like I've, I'm finally starting to. Return. You feel like you feel like now 2018 is the right time to dip into Twitter. I think, like, I think now that it's like dying, the most, the most poisonous time. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> like some someone's got to do it. It's like seems like, yeah, someone's got to do it. Yeah, these um, these but fifty thousand people screaming at each other every day. <laughs> if you want, you could follow me on Instagram. I guess. Where can they do that? Josh underscore underscore. That's two underscores. Siegel. S-E-G-A-L. Bunga. All right, cool. Griffman. Tell the people what they want. Uh, now. You can follow us at Game Boys Pod on Instagram, or you can come check out uh, Dad's new apartment, new sketch channel online. All right. And then, well, yeah, well, I guess you have a show tonight or this week, but people aren't going to hear about that. This is going to come out after yeah, that. They'll miss it. Uh, I embarrass myself once a month at the Pack Theater every fourth Sunday at eight o'clock. And uh, this month is going to be really embarrassing. Yeah. You guys Clap. are going to, you guys are going to, some people will be on the other end of the show and be like, yeah. For sure. All right. Well, Wait, Griffin, I just noticed your cool tattoo. Can I see more of it? Uh, yeah. You put That's you, a scary you, pumpkin. That is a scary pumpkin. Do your listeners all know about this scary pumpkin? I don't think anyone, I guess a lot of listeners probably don't know Griffin has a tattoo of a scary pumpkin. I didn't know about it till about five seconds ago. How did this get here? <laughs> um, all right. Well, you can find me, uh, at ML Surfboard on at Twitter. At Scary Pumpkin on Twitter. Oh, I wish. At ML Surfboard on Twitter. You can find uh, other stuff from ours at uh, the Facebook page, the Game Boys Facebook page. I'm going to start posting some stuff from my Mexico trip up there soon once it's finished processing. And uh, you can find the Not Even a Show stuff. Uh, it comes back July 22nd, the Not Even a Show at YouTube, on YouTube. And you can also find the Wisecrack stuff, obviously, Wisecrack on YouTube. And Party World Wrestling is going to be launching the Indiegogo for the next show, which is September 8th, pretty soon. So stay tuned for that and look for it on Facebook. That is all. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your guest is Josh Siegel. Your editor is Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music is by Matthew Morton. Your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Looper. <laughs> I forgot the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good voice for it. Looper.